Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car. Rent a movie for the family. A few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or simply have some questions, please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333. 
Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Hey everybody, this is Nick Wilkinson from TV Nation and Totally Driven Radio and Entertainment. Sadly, each year, approximately 3.6 million children become victims of child abuse. My latest ebook, Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect, explores the long-lasting effects abuse can have on victims. Explore life after the abuse ends and how we cope with the tragedies of the past. Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect is available on Kindle for only 99 cents. And don't forget to check out my website, actingnotreacting.com, a common-sense approach to teens in crisis. Let's work together and make this world a better place. And remember, stay driven. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or simply have some questions, please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Hey everybody, this is Nick Wilkinson with TV Nation and Totally Driven Radio and Entertainment. Sadly, each year, approximately 3.6 million children become victims of child abuse. My latest ebook, Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect, explores the long-lasting effects abuse can have on victims. Explore life after the abuse ends and how we cope with the tragedies of the past. Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect is available on Kindle for only 99 cents. And don't forget to check out my website, actingnotreacting.com, a common-sense approach to teens in crisis. Let's work together and make this world a better place. And remember, stay driven. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. 
handwritten on 8.5 inch by 11 inch aged parchment paper and using smudge free ink to produce original high quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or simply Simply have some questions. Please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333, extension 12, where we tailor our loans to meet your needs. Advisors Mortgage Group is an equal housing opportunity lender licensed by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance, branch NMLS number 173453, loan officer NMLS number 111400.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Hawk Grapevine, episode number 26, brought to you by Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. Get driven, stay driven. Tonight, uh, we have a very special guest. But before we do that, i got to bring on the man with the plan, the man that's got it all, the man that's been all around the world. He's done it all. He's been to SummerSlam. He's been all over. He is the man of the hour. I always say he's too sweet to be sour. The Hart family, the eldest Hart brother, my my friend and your friend, Mr. Smith Hart. Smith, how are you tonight? Hey. Good, Mike. Thanks for the uh, the uh, excellent. Uh... Introduction. Introduction. Right? I was trying. I was trying to come up yeah. with the, every week. I want to come up with a new one, even though I use the Patri- superstar Patriarch. programs. Patriarch. Uh, <laughs> it works pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, the Ace of Hearts, the Patriarch. That's right. I was uh, thinking about that. The Ace of Hearts, the Patriarch, the eldest heart family. Or, or yeah, how eldest heart family, the younger, the older brother, to all the siblings. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, you know what? I got a guy who's a great talent, a good friend of mine, been on my show, Pro Wrestling Now, with Mike Ferrara. Cool guy. Uh, just don't piss him. Just don't piss him off, or you'll end up in a body bag. But I'm gonna bring him up. But before I do that, uh, are you ready for tonight's show? We got a good one planned. I'm. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait either. Well, without further ado, let's get to my good friend, Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm, how are you tonight? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good, man. You're on. Uh, you're on the great, the Hart Grapevine number twenty-six with Magic Mike and Smith Hart, the legendary Smith Hart from Alberta, Canada. Isn't that? It's that, nice to make cool your acquaintance, uh, Mr. Grimm. It's nice to meet you as well. All right, so um, Smith, 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 if you have any questions for Mr. Grimm, um, you know about his uh, his wrestling background, where he was trained, you could do that. That's cool. Sure, you could maybe just give me a synopsis of uh, you know where you're at in wrestling and uh, you know your physical stature and uh, maybe who uh, trained you and stuff like that and the related uh, sports endeavors and stuff like that, Mr. Grimm. All right, well, um, you know, we can start from the origin. I was originally a football player. You know, unfortunately, um, you know, I wasn't able to return for my second year of college football because my van had broke down and I had no way back up to travel. So I was asked by my friend if I wanted to do security for a wrestling show. And, you know, I thought about it. I'm like, all right, cool, you know, because I was already in security. I like beating people up, you know, taking people out, carrying them away. So I was like, why not go to, you know, a place where I probably wouldn't have to beat anybody up, carry people away, or take anybody out. So we went to a wrestling show. It was called RCW, and it was at the DuBarn Center in Baltimore. And um, I actually met, you know, I got to be backstage, met the wrestlers, you know, talk to them. 
I told them, you know, I always wanted to get into it, but never knew how to get into it. So they, you know, gave me a blueprint, and I took that blueprint and, you know, ran with it. But um, going to who trained me, I started off at a company called um, EWA, and it was a guy that was funny, you know, shorter than me, but honestly, he's like a tough SOB. His name is um, Matt Wild. So, yeah, from day one, this guy has been by my side. You know, he's been there for me, you know, been my mentor. Like, even now, it's funny. Like, I literally just got off the phone with him. And, um, you know, I really appreciate every single thing he's done for me because when nobody else wanted to be there to help me, he was there for me. That's nice. I think I've heard of Matt Wild. I don't know if there's more than one, but I think I've heard of him. I mean, I'm, look, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you probably have. Yeah. You know, he's like one of the hardest hitters on the East Coast. Like, you know, it was brought to my attention. I was talking to him, and he was telling me that um, Delirious from ROH had watched him, you know, throw some strikes. And he literally told him, hey, you have some of the best strikes that I've seen. So, you know, coming yeah. from a guy like Delirious, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you I, uh, I was going to ask this. Do you know who Delirious is? I heard of him, but I uh, can't really uh, say I know much about him. Yeah, Delirious, uh, Delirious is like the head trainer down at uh, Ring of Honor. Actually, Delir- Delirious... Um, Delirious helped train a lot of my friends at a BWO Body Slam Wrestling Organization. And also, uh, well, yeah, anyway, so him and, uh, him and another good friend of mine, Preacher, who Mr. Grimm knows really good, well, because he's, the, he's one of the good trainers at CZW, which is Combat Zone Wrestling. Uh, anyway, uh. this guy, Delirious, Delirious is, he's unbelievable. He's a great worker, and he's a great teacher, and he's uh, he's really and and also a hell of a ta- hell of a talent, and uh, he's uh-huh. really developing ROH. He's doing a great job for them. That's good. But uh, but also yeah, Mr. Grimm, can't talk about you know, some guys are uh, you know, tough as nails. Uh, some guys are uh, tough as nails, but they're uh, almost not suitable for pro wrestling. They they uh. They hurt guys, you know. Some people, they, you know, they've been oh yeah, like uh, even, uh, Goldberg and Van Vader and stuff. They were they were prematurely. Well, not Van Vader. Uh, he, he came from football, but too. But I mean, uh, he was stiff. And even big guys, big tough guys like Neidhart and Davey, hated going against him because he was so solid that he'd almost cave your chest in when he punched you. And, um, you know, and he's a big bastard. You cannot, you don't want to offend him, especially in the middle of a match. Where he, uh, yeah, exactly. Took that chest forearm punch and put it in your face or something, you know. But um, usually guys like that that are too uh, too hard on their opponents uh, for no real reason, uh, you know, um, they they uh, they get sort of singled out and people are wary of them or they kind of just get phased out, you know. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's I I understand what you're saying. People that you know that 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 are too stiff, those are the guys that 
that like you know you don't want to work with because uh you know you don't you don't <laughs> yeah, want to get hurt I've seen guys that you uh, <coughs> I could throw a punch two inches away and hit you in the end of the ribs with my knuckle points and really hurt you and nobody would even see it nobody would make any wouldn't make any noise and you wouldn't even see it you know just kind of I'm swinging around and just nail you in the kidneys or the ribs or the yeah. you know collarbone yeah. or something where it really hurts and you know, but other guys mm-hmm. can throw a spectacular, loud landing, impacting uh, punch that looks crisp and makes lots of uh, noise and doesn't hurt you a bit, you know. And if you react the right way, the fans, uh, you know, yeah. love it. But so, uh, I'm not judging so anybody. You... I haven't seen any of these guys wrestle, so. Uh, but, uh, right. Well, Delirious is, uh, no, Delirious, too bad. It, it's a thing that you, you're not able to see. I, I got to see Delirious up close and personal a couple of times wrestling because, yeah. like I said, he wrestled he wrestled uh, for BWO when uh, when I was with Body Slam Wrestling Organization. But uh, and you know he's a good guy and he trains a lot of uh, hard people. But Mr. Grimm, I want to talk to you about because Smith really doesn't know about you. Explain like your height and your weight and stuff and and what's going on there. You know. All right, um, I'm five ten, and I weigh currently two sixty. So you're um, built like a fire plug. You're like a, a massive, more massive Coco Beware, or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty weight, pretty good weight for you know. For you your... know how I would describe him? Believe it or not, I wouldn't describe him as a as a Coco Beware. I would describe. I would. You know. You know where I'm going with this, right, Mr. Grimm? I wouldn't just. Dis- I wouldn't just. Yeah, I know you exactly think I would, where you're going. Where am I going? Who do you think I was going to say? Well, I don't know exactly who you would say, but a lot of people compare me to. What'd you say? I said Biggie no, Langston comes uh, to mind. Yeah. Oh, well, no. <laughs> I get Biggie Langston, that's who I was thinking of. Well. And that's not a bad. Listen, that's not a bad. That's not a bad compliment at all. But let me tell you something. This this guy, Mr. Grimm, I've seen him. I've seen him on on video. He does a mean moonsault too. He's, you know, well, that's good. Well, it's not. But anyway, in training, uh, trainers can be uh, very hard on the new recruits just to kind of separate the boys from the men and uh, impress them with uh, that they're not just getting going into a. A drama school or something, you know, it's not, it's not, not a picnic. It's, it, especially in Japan and places like that, and they, they appreciate hard hitting, solid uh, uh, interaction. But uh, once, once you're working, once you're a seasoned, polished worker, you wouldn't want to be like punching uh, John Cena as hard as you could or something. Uh, you, you first of all, you'd be <laughs> fired, and probably get the living shit kicked out of you by somebody as soon as you went back to the dressing room, and you'd be done. You know, you don't fuck with their their uh, their main uh, dish. You know, their champion, their bread, big breadwinner and stuff. You know, you learn your. Mm-hmm. You know, Bad News Allen was so capable how, of hurting guys. How and, long are you wrestling now, Mr. Grimm? For? Um, October made it three years. I just hit three the three years. year mark. And tell, and I was yeah. gonna say, and tell Smith uh, some of the places that you're working. You know that you work for. Um, you know, and, and some of the accomplishments that you've, uh, you know, received, too. All right, well, um, recently I've just 
you know, I was invited to do a Canadian tour for um, this company called CWE in Canada. So in January, I'll actually be doing a two-week tour in Canada. And it's actually called Canadian. Um, oh, cities, you know? Yeah, I can, I'm actually looking it up right now because it's like we're going to be in different cities every single day. Yeah, just in Ontario. What, what is the name of the company, CWE? They're called Canadian Wrestling Elite. Did you ever hear of them, Smith? Canadian Wrestling Elite. Um, Not not that I know of. I've heard of the promoters or the owners, but I don't know that name. There's so many names and initials. All right. Well, here is this. Let me see the schedule because they posted the schedule. Okay. All right, here it is. I got it. So, on January 10th, I'll be in Dolphin. A uh, Dolphin, I don't Manitoba. know how you pronounce it. Yeah. Dolphin, Manitoba. Then the 11th, yeah. the 11th, I'll be in Yorkton. The 12th, I'll, yeah, I'll be in Prince Albert on the 12th. Um, Saskatoon on the 13th. Saskatoon, Saint, yeah, my dad was yeah. born right near there. Yeah, and Bret Hart won the title from Ric Flair in Saskatoon. Yeah. Yeah, one of my oh, favorite no. spots on the old loop years ago. Did you ago say you were hanging out with Prince Albert? No. No, that's what where he's wrestling. Sorry. Get your mind out of the gutter, oh. Mike. Come on, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I already knew where you were going with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. It's out. <laughs> I got it, but I, 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 I pulled it up by the way. Go ahead. Keep on talking, Mr. Grimm. Hit it. All right. So January fourteenth, I'll be in Saint Albert. Um, January fifteenth, I'll be in. Oh, Saint Albert. In, that's uh, in Edmonton, Alberta, isn't it? Not Prince Albert. Yeah, it's in Alberta. <laughs> wow, you're getting. And uh, are you in Calgary? Yeah, that's actually what I'm saying next. On January fifteenth, I'll be in Calgary. Wow, that's and, awesome. I'll get a chance to see you, I presume. Hey, I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, January 16th, I'll be in Regina. Um, the 17th. Regina. <laughs> or if Mike would say vagina. <laughs> Regina. What did you say you were doing what? For China? You going to say for China? <laughs> Prince Albert. Um, remember King some of, of these oh, wrestlers like Dick Brower. He'd have all the towns. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Finish, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, Bulldog Brower, the late uh, Dick Brower, had uh, problems with all the towns. Uh, he was Calvary, uh, Satchitoon, Left Bridge, when it's L-E-T-H, Bridge, uh, Medina or something he called Regina. I don't know, he had a different name for every city. Never, never quite got them right. And these weren't provinces, these were providences and stuff like that. But I loved old Dick Brower, pretty good villain in his day. You know, a predecessor to Abdullah, you know, a crazy, uh, stocky monster that just uh, wouldn't stop when he got going. But Abdullah took it a notch, uh, several notches up from there. First of all, mm-hmm. he was a, a foreigner on top of that, you know, a fanatic, uh, Arab, uh, Islamic kind of, uh, uh, you know, had no, uh, um, put no value on human life or his opponent's, uh, you know, mm. life and limb. Uh, 
uh, I'm trying to find a roster for this. Oh, I have you. a roster Bulldog, right Bulldog here. Bulldog would usually, you know, attack you halfway through the match, whereas he'll do attack you before you even got in the ring and stuff like that. Attack you as you're coming through the doors. Or, you know, turn on you just as he was getting down to say it, stick his oh. ass in the camera lens and uh, do his prayer oh. to the east. And uh, the minute he saw you weren't looking, uh, you'd be uh, bleeding on a stretcher, getting a pounding as you're being hauled away. Yeah. I know him and Carlos so Colon. I forward to seeing you, uh, Mr. Grimm, up here. Yeah. I'll definitely, uh, you know, uh, rain or shine, and it's going to be goddamn cold. I'll, I'll uh, make my way to uh, where, does it say where you're at? Uh, what building you're um, Give me one second. When we call, matter of fact, matter of fact our good friend, and when I say that, Smith knows who I'm talking about. Our good, our good friend told me about this legend stuff that's going on. The legends of wrestling, the legends of, of, of wrestling, um, they're returning to, they're going to Canada. They're going to be at a, they're doing a convention in Canada. Really? Oh, that's cool. Your uh, your friend your friend Howard is going to be there. Howard Finkel. Let's not get into that, Mister Grimm. Let's not get into that. Actually, no, I don't <laughs> want to get into that right now. We can get into it later. Um. But um no because you know what it you know what it is I think I think they have a tie into this thing Canadian Canadian um I, I found the website by the way and I'm on the website with you so Canadian um wrestling's elite and um yeah. hold on before before you get started um I want to go ahead and tell them the promoter's name go ahead. Um, tell the promoter's, them the promoter's name, name is... tell everything go ahead. Yeah, his name um, is Danny Warren, and his like his um he goes by Hotshot Danny Duggan. Danny Dugan, does he go by that name too? Yeah, yeah, probably Danny Dugan. Yeah, well that's good. He's run some good shows here. Yep, that's actually the yeah. promoter, and he's the one that's one in the um, some of his town to start with in uh, Manitoba, and then, uh, yeah, so be a nice little tour for you. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm actually looking it's forward a to it. Canadian Death Tour, which is kind of a god awful thing, where you're traveling to frozen over lakes and rivers, and um, you know they don't pay you much, and you only they put a ceiling on uh, the price you can sell your pictures for and stuff. Like it's five bucks for an autographed picture when you're probably not drawing 300 people on your best night, maybe or even on your best week. I don't know, but uh, I don't really. Uh, Regard that promoter as too uh, um, virtuous. I won't mention his name. He's about ready to kick the bucket. But uh, anyway, uh, I wish the wrestlers. Yeah, uh, go ahead, uh, Mr. Grimm. Uh, what were we talking? What were you talking about now? Sorry, I kind of trailed off when I heard kicking the bucket. Nah. Um. Before you start, I just wanted to give him, you know, the promoter's name. Like so, he would. Um, uh, you're would right. Okay. See if he, yeah. Cool. Well, you know, but, he's going to be up. So now, so now, when are you going to be in? Uh, when are you going to be in his his neck of the woods there? And what, where's the place you're going to be at? Where are you going to be wrestling? January. Uh, is it January 14th or what day was it? 
I'm going right. I gotta go back to the page. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Grimm, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I love him. <laughs> oh, it's nice of him to give me all these details. I just want to make sure I can uh, catch his. No, uh, no, no. I'm saying, to Mr. No, this is great because I because Mr. Grimm usually has everything that he's gonna plug when he comes on my show. I tell him to plug everything. Well, no. All right. Mm-hmm. So here's the. This is why it's like taking me so long because I was literally not going. Um, I was in front of CVS so I could get my passport picture because I'm um I have a, I'm getting my passport um, situated tomorrow. So that's okay. pretty much what I was. Yeah. But um, what part? No, of, what cool. area? Calgary. You're but, you're Calgary, uh, January. I forget what yeah, day, but uh, it's the fifteenth. I'll be in Calgary, Alberta, January 13th. Two days after uh, my brother Bruce's birthday. He's on January 13th in Capricorn. Wow. Well, that's good. Uh, I look forward to that. I'm just wondering how you spell your name, Grim. I don't. My 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 guess would be that it's G R R R, maybe with hyphens, but G R R R R I M. You like that? You know what? I'm, I can accept that because you only did one M. Like, it's one M in my name, and everybody keeps on putting two M's. And I'm like, it literally yeah. says it on my like page. Mr. Grimm with one M. And everybody, like, yeah, I you know, you know, Grimm, like a big Yeah, you know what? If I find the bullshit. person that does it, I'll, I'll have a talk with them. Well, I mean, everybody does it, so you might as well talk to everybody Listen, I work for. Yeah, but you know what, though? It's hard, it's, hard to, it's, it's hard to talk to yourself in the mirror. I do it, too. But that's because I'm that's that's because I got seventy different thousand things going on, man. You know, it's tough being Magic Mike these days. You know, I got I, I, so, I have a lot going on. I take it you're a villain, Mr. Grimm. Actually, um, I'm gonna be completely candid. I just go where the money is. Like if somebody hires me to take out the good guy, then you better believe he's leaving in a body bag. If somebody pays out, me to hey, take I out the bad guy. You money. I would have paid you money to take out. I would have paid you money to take out K. Cole if I knew that K. Cole, the flying Hawaiian, could have been taken out when Magic and I were trying to take that guy out. I would have gave you all the money, man. I, w- I would have did it. <laughs> but you know what, Magic and I, Magic had a plan though. You see, but anyway, Magic broke K. Cole's neck. And, and Magic won the United States championship anyway. So, but anyway, so moving on, moving on from that segue. So anyway, so so you're at a CVS and you're getting your passport picture. So uh, so so now uh, so now you're all set for the trip. Are you excited about this whole Canadian experience? I don't even think excited is the word. I mean, even ecstatic, that's an understatement. You know, so, um, I mean, I'm very blessed about it because I never thought that, um, you know, I would be going to Canada or out of the country this soon. Even though I did contact TWE, I sent them my resume like a couple of months ago, and then they said, hey, you know, um, we're going to bring you in. We're looking at 2017. But I just thought it was going to be like a one-day thing. Then they contacted me and said, hey, we have like a tour going on that we want to book you for. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> make sure you dress warm. You, you know, make sure you're well uh, prepared for minus. It's like minus 30 today here. Shit. Minus 30. 
Yeah, it's goddamn cold. There's some wind chill factors involved, but it's 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 even at best it's like minus 17 on a good day lately. It might not last. Uh, you know, so you get some really nice weather. You know, if it's global warming and stuff like that. Yeah, people keep telling me, you know, just warm. Like, I'm glad that you said something because I don't think my definition of warm is your definition of dressing warm. No. <laughs> Try and get a downfilled, you know, uh, eider down filled, uh, duck feather filled jacket because you can breathe with those the polyester shit fiber filled jackets. Make you sweat and they don't, they don't you, know, you get cold just from sweating in the goddamn things and they're heavy as well. These are, these eider down yeah. or just even good old goose down uh, jackets. Yeah. You know, I really recommend them. I always got several on hand for. You know, my kids or me, if you know, some of my kids uh, go to work wearing a jean jacket, you know, it's stupid. You know, on a day like this, and you're doing work outside. Yeah, um, I appreciate you informing me about that. <laughs> because yeah. Now, you know, because I don't, because I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be like the weather you're used to. Uh, you know, in Rhode Island, when you go down to Rhode Island, it's nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, it's going to suck because I probably won't have a river to throw the body bag in. Yeah, I guess so. You know, one one day, one day I had my I had my friend on, which, uh, which Smith, you talked to, the Black Sinister. He uh, He's the guy I used to manage, him and his brother, they were tag team. Anyway, one day I took Mr. Grimm, and Sinister was on the phone, and, he, and we said, what are you doing? And Mr. Grimm said, I'm cleaning out my car. The trunk of my car, remember, Mr. Grimm? Of course. I mean, well, I wasn't cleaning it. Like, I had somebody that was, like, they wouldn't shut up. I mean, I understand, you know, you don't want to be tied up inside of a body bag, but please just shut the hell up while I'm trying to listen to my music. Like, it's hard <laughs> listening to classical music with somebody screaming help in the back. It's very rude. Yeah. But... <laughs> That is. Yeah. Um. What do you call? It? So, so Mr. Grimm's looking forward to this Canadian, uh, Canadian trip. You're you're going all over. Um. That's that sounds uh, that sounds like a plan, you know. Um. But leading up to that, though, you know, like like what's going on with Nova Promotions? Are you still with them? Yeah, actually, um, <clears throat> bastards. They um, I'm currently with them, but. You know, remember the last time we talked, it was because I won the Zaba Cup? Yeah. So what they decided to do, you know, because they were assholes, they stripped me of all three of the title shots that I had. And, you know, they put me in a – it was like you either lose your title shots and don't get your, you know, your title shots or you enter this tournament. Like to like try to win the title, so they put me in the the tournament and you know had to body bag everybody in there because I was pissed. I mean I worked my ass off to be the 2016 Zaba Cup champion, just to have to be put into another tournament and do it all over again. So everybody yeah, got please. beat, everybody got bodied, and now I'm currently the Nova Promotions Apex champion. Uh, well, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking through some of these dates because I wanted to find out whether where, where you found that you you uh, where you found that. I'm looking for it. Um, oh, I, okay. I think I got um, it. Never mind. Never mind. I found it. I found it. Um, 
What, what day did you say the 14th, right? You're going to be at Albert. Oh, it's 15th. It's Calgary, Wait. Alberta. Yeah, 15th. Yeah, I know. I'm doing the same who's thing. Your, who's your opponent? You know? Um, for the 15th, I'm not sure yet. Matter of fact, give me one. Let me not even say that yet because um, – Oh, yeah, look. They it just, says it right here. It says, it says Mystic Ring versus ACH from Ring of Honor. Oh, is that on the 15th? I'm kidding. It's a joke. No, no, no. That's it's the ring. No, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't say. Here's what it says, though. It says. Uh, it says I don't think it gives out. It, oh, I, I see what it's doing. Never mind. Anyway, uh, the location to this is. Uh, let me see. Okay, the location is 636 Marlborough Way. Northeast, uh, North End or Northeast, uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. You know where that is? Yeah, that's a nice little building. You'll have no trouble packing that place. The Marlboro Community Center. Oh, you do know that. Oh, that's right? a good thing. Like, I keep saying, anyway, um, the way they spell Marlboro. So many, if, if they quote so you any, uh, uh, sorry to interrupt you there, um, uh, Mr. Grimm, I was going to suggest that if you're talking money, make sure it's. Uh, your understanding is American dollars because we're two bits, uh, you know, our dollars only worth 75 cents American. Unfortunately, it's not it's just how the states manipulated their money. Our money, uh, it should be worth more, really. But anyway, uh, we don't have like $7 trillion in debt and stuff like that. But we're, And we got a lot more resources with way fewer people to, uh, you know, uh, exploit them and abuse them and, you know, squander them. Mm. Forever, but anyway, so basically, if I wanted to sell like an eight by ten for five dollars in American money, I would have to like put like five more. I would have yeah, to and like I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, people don't want to. Yeah, you're just better to sell them for five bucks and uh, autograph them and be happy about it. You know, make sure that you're they're printed cheap enough that you know and you're you know yeah. get them in a quantity oh. or you know. Uh, yeah, five bucks should cover. You know, you should be able to get some. Some people get pictures printed for like two bits a piece, and they're not bad. You know, or even less if they maybe have their own machine or if somebody does it for nothing, pays for you know, pay for the ink and paper or something. But whatever. Yeah, I would just sell them for five bucks. People don't want to be fucking around with extra change and stuff just because uh, you, you're. But if they say you're going to get five hundred dollars for the whole lot, or you're getting X dollars a night, say uh, I presume that's in American funds and. They'll probably quickly say, "Oh no, no, that's Canadian." So you say, in other words, in American dollars, it's you know uh, five uh, seventy-five or whatever, not uh, um, five hundred four seventy-five, not five hundred. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, you might not uh, think about it up here, over down there, about our dollar up here, but it's been like that for over a year and a half, two years now. Well, this is the Heart Grapevine number 26 on Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network, and we are joined by one of my favorite guests all the time, Mr. Grimm. And Mr. Grimm has a Canadian tour going on, and, uh, you know, if you want to check him out, Mr. Grimm uh, is going to go over the uh, – we got some dates, we got some stuff going on. He's going to be uh, – He's going to be wrestling Prince Albert or something. I think. <laughs> yeah, he wishes. 
Exactly. That goes without saying. Who who would it be? Uh, Tenzai Albert. It would be. Uh, you know, that's another guy uh, that went through some changes. But I tell you though, he's doing some great things for the NXT. I tell you that much. A guy I like from out there, and he, I think he's moving to Calgary in the main, meantime. And I'll I'll certainly. Uh, Maybe steer him to this if he doesn't already know about it. But that's uh, Zach Mercury. I think he's uh, going to relocate from Winnipeg to Calgary. Uh, probably in the process mm-hmm. of doing it as I speak. And he's a big guy, about six foot six seven, maybe, and uh, good talker. Uh, you, got, you know, if, if, if he's gonna, he could become a baby quite easily. He's he's young and not not too mm-hmm. grotesque, but uh, he. Uh, he needs to be a lot more vicious if he's going to be a monster heel. Like he could probably fill out to be 300 pounds at that height and be pretty nasty if he wanted to. But uh, so far he hasn't when had a case to go. When is his tour starting? It starts on the 10th of January. All right, there's no date for it. That's why I didn't see it. It says it, it says it start. It says over here. It says. Uh, the first, the first the event that I see here, it says, uh, it says, uh, the tw- it says twelve twenty three two thousand sixteen. Then it says, oh, your tour. That's right. So, so you're going in on the tenth. It doesn't say that there's a uh, a show there. It says the eleventh. It says. Now we're just um, looking at a picture of you, Mister Grimm. You are fairly solid. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> see, uh, see, uh, what do you call it? It says, uh, it says here, it says, um, and and I know, I, I noticed one thing. I noticed one thing. I thought you were black by your voice, uh, Mr. Grimm, but on the other hand, you could have been like Dusty Rhodes, just a really good uh, kind of mimicker. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite wrestlers uh, as a kid, a young kid, uh, was Luther Lindsay. I don't know if there's much available on the, on the internet about him. He's a very modest guy, like my dad. In fact, my dad died with Luther Lindsay's picture in his wallet. My sister Ellie, the oldest girl, married Jim Nightart, her picture, and George Gordienko. It wasn't on my poor mother. I'm sure I don't know why, but uh, those are the three pictures, two wrestlers, and my sister. So I'm watching this uh, hunger weight guy just kind of whip in. The, he's like a blue uh, ginger puffer. I don't know what his what his gimmick is. Pretty agile, actually. Which um, what guy are you talking about? Um, he's uh, got a blue uh, cape and a mask and white pants, and you just attacked him as he oh, jumped up on the rope. Oh, I know that's what I was talking about. Right now you're choking the guy, and it says something about uh, dare to resist. Uh, that's probably the building's uh, sign. Yeah, but I'm, you just I, threw I his cape exactly. out. You just threw his cape. Yeah, uh, you under you you uppercut it, and then, nice, good work. You you slammed him in the back. Appreciate Are you it. looking him up right now while we're talking? I'm watching yeah. him on a screen here. It's on courtesy of my friend Raymond. Oh, cool. Oh, tell Raymond, Dang, tell Raymond thanks. Hey, where, where? Um, I was gonna ask you to do that, Mr. Grimm. I didn't even know he was doing that. Um, Mr. Grimm, ask some. I mean, tell him he he just pumped it up and he found all your your stuff. Don't you have a YouTube channel? 
Yeah, um, I have a YouTube, and I'm pretty sure he's probably on it. Um, the all you have to do <laughs> is like, really solid what I like telling people yeah. is um, yeah, if you go on Google and type in the Hitman for Hire, Mr. Grimm, my YouTube page will pop already. up. <clears throat> yeah, like that's literally all you have to do. Type in the Hitman for Hire, Mr. Grimm, and you know my Facebook page will pop up. My Twitter will pop up. Um, my YouTube, you know, even my um, my stuff that's on pro wrestling tees, like my shirt on there pops up. So you you have a you have a shirt on pro wrestling tees? Yeah, I do. Cool man. I actually, I need Plus to put more on there. The... But um, I only have one on there currently. I've been slacking a mm. little bit. <laughs> So, uh, so as everybody knows, everybody knows Mr. Grimm is heading to Canada, and it looks like there's a theme to this because every town that I see, it says featuring Ring of Honor star H C H, A C H, excuse me. So, who do you think's gonna get? Who do you think's gonna get the draw of that money? <laughs> Honestly, I don't really care who does as long as well, they're. I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't particularly say to you for you to answer, but I can. I know who's gonna get the money. I can tell it tell you right now. Well I I've talked about this a lot of times. Smith, I'm sure you would agree, buddy, but I'll tell you one thing. The independent wrestlers today people think they make a lot of money. But you know what? They don't. Who does? You know who makes that? A lot of people what idiots. a lot of people. Oh really? Like, yes, uh, a lot of people think they're independent stars, and Mr. Grimm, we talked about this on my like show. Power slam, a lot uh, of, with a twist. Yeah, you did it. No, uh, I'm not trying. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to slam anybody. I'm just letting you know that that no, normally, normally, Mike. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're totally you in just, like the, left field, and we're about the home run. <laughs> went for a power slam. Yeah, he's checking you out while we're on the oh, yeah, So you were giving that guy a power slam, and he uh, somehow uh, out rotated you, and uh, you got slammed. It looked pretty good. Yeah, that. Yeah, I hate guys like that. <laughs> but, uh, the tornado DDT that could be dangerous, you know, because guys holding up too much weight, and he kind of drops you halfway, you know, like on your side or half of your neck, half of your shoulder, you know. If you know, something yeah. like, your head spreads out like a leg or something, and you end up really getting a really bad uh, nerve uh, pinch nerve or something. I, I notice when you hit across the back, sometimes uh, you're up really high on the neck here, you know, and uh, that can really uh, be dangerous, you know, and if you're actually going to go across the back. It's uh, probably safer to go on an angle like where it's going kind of uh, and even slide it, but uh, where it's going from like the shoulder, right shoulder blade, say back, you know, on your back to your uh, left uh, kidney kind of or the other way, you know, either way, depending on what side you're hitting the mat and stuff. But um, then then it's kind of not damaged, but you hit right across both kidneys or the lower back or somewhere where the ribs end and the uh, hips start or the back end, you know, shoulder blades end and the ribs start or something. You can do damage there, hurt people and knock the wind right out of them for the whole night. 
But I'm not suggesting that. But nice, nice solid moves, actually. Both you guys worked hard and looked good. Yeah. Blue Falcon. It's not as rugged. Hello, Mike. Are you, did you ditch me? No, I'm still here. I'm listening. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Blue Falcon. Uh, I'm, I'm sounds, listening uh, to. No, I'm listening to you critique this guy. That's awesome. Yeah, he's you know too far. He's, way, he's far too rugged to be called the Blue Falcon. It should be like the Lavender Falcon or. <laughs> oh, I'm not even. I gotta go on YouTube and see what you, the heck you're you're looking at. Um, <laughs> I just well, anyway, down, that, 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 go ahead, uh, Smith. Talk, uh, Mr. Grimm. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Smith. Take it. Um, I'll, I would. I, 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 I'm sure I'll attend the show and I'll watch your you and uh, you know, live action and uh. If I have anything to critique, it'll, it'll be private. Uh, you know, I, I'm an old school traditionalist, and uh, you know, I'm not going to correct you. You know, you offer my suggestions. Uh, you know, for for free for one thing over the air to the world, or and uh, you know, and sort of shit on our business at the same time in a in a mild sense of the word. But um, it's your it's your it's your in my private uh, uh, business on what I think is good or what I think could be improved, you know, so, and, uh, it's always good to meet new guys, size them up, you know, uh, maybe I can uh, do you a favor sometime and direct you somewhere where you can make some decent money, even if it's, hey, I really appreciate it, you know, yeah, you know, anything can happen, you know, if you get a chance, like, um, since y'all are on YouTube, yeah. cause that match that y'all are watching is probably, I believe from, Almost a what a year ago maybe? Oh really? Yeah. So um, we should look on YouTube guy, and what? Tell YouTube them and to look up. Tell them to look up um to type in Mr. Oh, it just Brown. posted recently, but it's old. It's an old match, eh? For about six years, I dreamed on being. So what else are you on YouTube and what else? Yeah, I have a match with somebody named Bron Bronson. So if you um Bron Bronson, or Bear Bronson, Bear what? Bronson. Hey, Mister oh, Bear, what's your what's your YouTube page? It's not on my YouTube page, but you can put in the Hitman for Hire, Mister Grimm, and it'll come up. Oh, that's why. My okay, so you don't have a YouTube page. No, I do have a YouTube page, okay. but that's what you well, have to put I'm in. looking at your Facebook profile. I'm looking at your Facebook profile. Oh, and you don't even have a little cartoon. Uh... Yeah, that looks good. And a matter of fact, if you actually, um, since you're on my page, if you go to the, like, if you keep scrolling down, you'll see a link. It'll say, when a bear and a hitman meet. That's actually that match that literally Mm -hmm. just happened, like, Couple of weeks ago, December third. You had a December third match. No, not December third. Not December third. No, it wasn't. No. No, it was um, it was posted November twenty seventh. Posted November twenty seventh. Oh, he's what is he on the Hitman for Hire uh, page? That's right. You have a. Enrico Virginia. Enrico Virginia. It's not that match. No, not that one. Um, okay. 
Well, the audience yeah. must be thinking I'm some kind of idiot. Not oh, I see what he did. He found your, fa- he found your official. Actually, I see what he did. It's Where not is on it? My I'm, I'm looking for it. Glendale? It's not on my YouTube page. It's actually on Warriors of Wrestling. Oh, you wrestled for Warriors of Wrestling? Yeah, I did their, um, their studio taping. So if oh, y'all want YouTube, know. the better way to do it is the... Bear Bronson and you. Is that the one? Bear Bronson? Yep, Bear Bronson, yeah. Okay. Warriors on the reach. Yeah. Warriors stepping out. Oh, no, unreleased. You were, in, difference. You were in Staten Island? Yeah. And you didn't reach out to me? That's nice. What do you think of the Warriors of Wrestling? Joey D's a great guy, right? Yeah, um, it was a studio taping. Joey wasn't there, but I actually got oh, to Joey meet Logan Black there. and um, Rude Boy Riley. Cool. No. Oh, Rude yeah, Boy yeah. Riley's really cool. I like Rude Boy Riley. He's doing some good things, Rude Boy Riley. Yeah, he is. Rude, like, I really look up to Rude Boy. Yeah, he's a good guy, Rude Boy. I, I like him as well. And uh, I'll tell you, he's doing good for tier, was it, tier... Uh, Tier one wrestling tier one. and uh, right tier one and he also did uh, a Canadian uh, I mean Canadian sorry he did an England tour too. Yeah. And Mike, if you want to pull that match up too, you can as well. No yeah. thanks. Meanwhile, our, our listener, our listeners. I got, I got his permission. Thanks, Mister Grimm. It's always it's always <laughs> nice uh, to get your permission. You've had brother, some mark you know? on hold all this time, Mike, haven't you? Blavin? You've got some poor guy on hold, young boy. You're Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Didn't we have a caller? A, a call somebody call in at the beginning of the show, or maybe that was you. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I wish. We do? I went to the caller and the caller never answered me. Hold on. I see. Maybe they were scared by your voice. He's a big guy. uh, Bear Bear Bronson. Bear Bronson. What is he? 300 pounds? Um, I know he, he weighs more than I do. Yeah, he looks like he's up there in the 280s, 290s. I mean, to be completely candid, I would say that this really match nasty right here. The heel doesn't really ever do that sort of, you know, jumping over you or you jumping over him kind of shit too much. I mean, you can jump over him, I suppose, if you're a good little ass, uh, acrobat, you know, flyer. But uh, for him to jump over you and stop that, usually I just don't see a big. Uh, hold on, uh, hold hold on for a second. Uh, hold on a second. Um, yeah. What do you call it, Smith? Sure. Keep on talking. Hold yeah. on one second. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. holding on. I got Albert here. Uh, Bad Albert. On. Keep on talking. Oh, I asked him out. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. All right, Mystic Finn's gonna have to call back. Mm. Why? Because I don't know, we lost him. Oh, is that right? 
Uh, so what do you think about Mr. Grimm, Grimm so far? Of, of what you you're watching? Like I, I didn't even realize you were doing that. I think that. he's a, I think he's got potential, and uh, you know, he's a he's a decent worker already. That's a nice move, applying head scissors and stuff. Nice clothesline for a guy that's 260 pounds, right? Oh uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Are you trying to get him right now? Yeah, we'll try to get him back on the line. Yeah, good. Yeah. I I, I, uh, I lost my, him. I got to yeah. tell him to call back. I got to tell him to call back. That's crazy. <sighs> what was that one? In my ear. Uh, we lost another call. Are you, are you watching? Happened. Oh, too bad. Are you watching this thing with him and Bear Bronson? Who, me? Uh, no, I'm not, actually, yeah. because I'm trying to work the, oh. board, the studio board as, as we speak. I, see. Uh, I don't know what happened. Okay. Well, so there's the a bunch of guys hold. around the ring. They uh, hold like on. Talent. The caller on hold. Hold on. We're having technical difficulties. Yeah. Something's going on with my board. I don't know right. what's going I'm on. I'm hanging on. I'll hang on. But not you. You're, you stay where you are. Um. Anyway, uh, this is totally driven... Radio Entertainment Network. This is the Heart Grapevine. Um, so, uh, so that's and tonight we were joined by Mr. Grimm, and uh, and I don't know what happened to Mr. Grimm. So I wrote him and told him to, to call us back. Something, uh, something happened. I don't know. Um, I didn't see anything from him. But anyway, uh, I I gotta go to that that match that he was talking about. Yes. Uh, so the aspirant. I'm, to, I'm uh, a little getting... upset with him though that he was in my neighborhood. I live like I live like maybe I don't know, 15 minutes away from him, and uh, he couldn't he couldn't say yo Mike come down and watch me uh you know watch me do my thing. Uh, we're having a, definitely having a problem. We're definitely having uh, difficulties tonight. I don't know what's going on with the sport. Ah, uh, we got Grim back on the line. All right, hold on well, one good. second. All right, so so keep on talking, and uh, let me uh, let me let me talk to Grim. Keep on talking. Okay. Hanging around the ring, pounding on the mat. Are those trainees, or are those just elite fans that get to get nice and close in this match with you and uh, Bear, Bear Bronson? There's a whole bunch of guys around the ring pounding it, and uh, those are those are trainees, or what? I'm assuming they are. They're, they're, they look big. This looks like it's in a magazine stand or something, or a kiosk in a um, Turkish bath. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, yeah, we I'm do. Here. We oh, do have a call. We do actually have a caller. So let me take this this caller. He says he knows um, Mr. Grimm, and uh, here he is. 
second. Uh, Cole, you're Hello? on. The heart rate line. Hello. Hello. Yep. What's that, man? Messi, you Mr. There? Graham. Mr. Graham. You know who I am, do you? Um, of course. Your good old pal, General to... Thunderstorm. Yep, the person the man... that I have to literally hold back from body bagging every single day. Yeah. Of course. But, why don't you tell these fine gentlemen about the group that we have? Um, actually, we can talk about the group later. How about we talk about, you know, Mr. Grum? Yeah, your tour that you're having. You know what, though, guys? I want to tell you something about Mr. Grimm. This man, he don't play games. It's straight up. If you get in his face and you try to mess with him, you're going to get body bagged. But this guy, he's awesome. He's amazing. He's powerful. He's unstoppable. That's all I got to say about this man. Thank you, Chance. I appreciate it. All right, let me let me uh, let me let Maybe me tell you Donald Trump's uh, coroner general or something. Yeah, I didn't know what he. Was, I didn't know if he was that or he was auditioning to be uh, the next Bray Wyatt. Let me ask you a question. Is, your, yeah. name is, uh, your name is Chance, right? Yep. Yeah. Tell us tell us about yourself and uh and, and what promotion what promotions are you from stuff like that. Well. I am actually a huge fan of Mr. Graham at a company in Maryland, which is based in Maryland, called Adrenaline Championship Wrestling. Oh, I've heard of and them. You talked about them, Mr. Graham, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mr. Graham, when I got to meet him at the shows, I tell you, when I first met him, and I can, and he can attest to it, I was a little scared of the guy at first. But um, he, him and I have actually, you know, as friends, not as best friends, but as friends in the company, you know, as me watching him and seeing all of his matches, it's amazing what he can do. But um, but I've also seen him in Pro Wrestling Empire up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and hopefully... Maybe he can try to get himself in 302 Pro Wrestling in Delaware, in Felton, Delaware, which I'm going to try to... Maybe he can talk to the promoter or, or something. But Grim, Mr. Grim, excuse me. But Mr. Grim, I can tell you this. On that Canadian tour, show all those guys down there what you can do the best what you always do. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, uh, caller. Yeah. <laughs> You're all in, in uh, what's your name again? Chance. Chance. Well, thank you. Uh, Chance. Thank you for calling. Thank you. <laughs> hold on. Thank you for calling, Chance. And uh, we appreciate all the support and the love for Mr. Grimm. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, keep on listening to the uh, heart rate line, and, uh, and, and thank you for calling in. 
Yeah. All right, buddy. You, yep. That could have been way better than that. It's slower. I don't know. I think grab the ropes. No, he doesn't do it right. Nice guy, uh, Mr. Grimm. How much are you paying him? He's a fan of yours? Well, no. Um, actually, he's a he's just a fan of wrestling. You know, he has he had a vision. Yeah. And his vision was, you know, a group called the Thunderdogs, and I decided I would help him, you know, bring his vision to life. That's cool. So, so the group is called, so who's in the group with so so who's in the group then? All right. So the Thunderdogs, we are you know consisted of workers from all over currently. Um, the members include my trainer, Matt Wild, um, Nyla Rose, which we've talked about, Amber Rodriguez. Yep. Um, we also, I know, I know, I actually, yeah, I was going to say, I know Nyla, uh, yeah, I know her really well. She actually did a tour up in Japan. Yep. Yes, she did. And, uh, um, and I always try to, I always try to have her on my show, but she's always, always, uh, busy, but she's a, uh, she's a nice person. I talked to her. On Facebook, and uh, that's that's cool. So that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, were y'all still watching the match, or did it go off? I'm still watching. It's a long match. Uh, big boy is a bit green in some ways, and I don't think he's getting too much help on some of these Whoops. reflexes. Yeah. All right. Oh. So okay. who's that around the ring? Uh, Grim, is that the uh, the trainees or what? It looks like a bunch of big guys hanging around the ring, like a lumberjack match or something. Is nobody's tried to well, leave what the it ring was, yet? It was a Workers. studio taping similar to what um, Beyond Wrestling does, and it's like they it's yeah. pretty much like an in-house show, but like tech, AKA a tryout. I see. I see. Yeah. yeah. So basically, the guys that are around the ring are are workers. Actually, my best friend, uh, Ma- you know, my, my, I always mention Magic, but the icon of wrestling, Magic, actually did a couple of tapings with, uh, you know, Prince Akhenaten? Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, Prince Akhenaten, or Akhenaten, I can never pronounce his name. Um, they, they do that, uh, you know, they do those tapings. How did you find that match? Because I'm looking for it. I'm watching it, and at the end here, he's going off the top rope, uh, Grim is, he's spanking the turnbuckle. That means he's serious. Spanking it. <laughs> what, that means what, he's been what, to probably... Uh, who's who's your opponent? Uh, okay. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, yeah was that on 1120? 710? <laughs> yeah, that was a nice You spun around and dropped on him. <clears throat> Not bad match, actually. Pretty good, solid match, uh... I could even, oh. Maybe you could replay it in the dressing room, and I'll, I'll tell you. I'll give you some pointers uh, that you can take or leave. But I think they're they're you know faced with safety and uh, less effort. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, I really even, I would really appreciate that. Yeah, it's what the fed us monsters. Uh, uh, my dad from my dad was one of the richest guys in the city of Calgary at one time, but uh, he had to keep. Uh, you know, spending money on us kids, you know, you get one kid after another up to 12, and, you know, we're all eating, uh, we're all carnivores, let's say, and Sue, like, uh, the butchers and the produce guys at the, the uh, Safeway stores, they're always his best friends, you know, and 
take, uh, he, I've seen him where Stu's buying a couple of big prime ribs, and the guy says, put them down, Stu, uh, I'm marking them down in three days or something, and you can get them for like, you know, half this price or something. But uh, I got something else that's really cheap right now, and, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, so uh, it's all part of our healthy lifestyle, which makes my uh, enduring this cancer probably somewhat more... Uh, uh, you know, successful than it might otherwise be. Like I consider myself fairly healthy and with good karma. So I don't know what more you need than that. You know, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, black or white, or uh, you know, polka dot or checkered. Uh, you know, if you're, uh, you know, take care of your body. You know, mentally and physically and uh, spiritually. You should, and, and you're a decent guy. You got good. Uh, you know. Good karma with, with nature and the rest of your fucking human beings. Uh, you should have an advantage over some scumball that's uh, raping his uh, stepdaughter as I speak. And, you know, yeah. somebody else uh, blackmailing uh, his fucking, mm. uh, you know. We, his, yeah, we got so anyway, you know that I mean? what I I hate to interrupt this great conversation. Why not? I'm still... I'm still trying to find out how the hell you guys found that match. Who was your opponent that day? All you have to do is look Here. up Warriors of Wrestling. Go to their YouTube page, and it's under there. Oh, okay. Never mind. I got it. I got. I got. I got it. I got Warriors of Wrestling on YouTube page. I got it. Who else? Yeah, the other way you are right now, uh, Grim, you could be a baby face or a heel, depending on where you went. You know, if they got some monster there that's bigger than you and uh, pretty nasty, then, of course, uh, you know, you'd be kind of the more popular of the two. You know, you might as well go with the flow, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're, if you're established as a villain yourself, then uh, another worse villain or one that they remember uh, quite mm. well that, that's probably capable of cleaning your clock if you've been the most recent one that they hate currently, then uh, there's always big money in bringing back a villain from the past that's maybe got more size than you have. Or, uh, I, 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 uh, I actually have somebody, uh, I have somebody that I would love him to uh, to take on. I'm trying to get the guy to see if he'll call in. Maybe he'll call in. Yeah. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, good oh, luck. Right that I know has got a lot of money. Yeah. See if he, he'll call in. Well, that's good, too. Money, money uh, helps a lot of things, especially greenbacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, um, do you actually, um, do you have a Facebook page that, um, you know, I could reach you on, like, outside Smith of Smith Hart? Smith Hart? If you just search my name, Smith Hart, you should come up with it, I think. <laughs> Is it the one with you in the tie? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's it. That's one of them anyway. This guy's I got a whole bunch. Of started them all over the place, and I, I never contributed to them. I don't know if the remnants still exist or what, but I had all kinds of different names and and stuff for Facebook. Well, you just, it oh, says God. you posted something four hours ago. I would like to wish my dear sister Allison a very happy birthday. Allison. I'll let you. 
Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I tried yeah, to send correct. you a friend request, and um, it says I'm unable to. I guess you're like you've reached, reached the limit. That's what's happened, yeah, and I don't want you to after that. I'll have to talk to, to, over with the uh, guy that uh, does that for me because I don't – I'm not technical. Uh, I've got two computers sitting right in front of me. Maybe it's three. Maybe there's three here for all I know, and I've never used any of them, and I don't want to use them. I, I just uh, – especially – I can't. I have no power of concentration with this cancer pain, and um, it seems to come and go uh, like, you know, Six months of torture, then maybe six, five months of, uh, of um, you know, healing or, or uh, better, uh, you know, feeling somewhat better based on uh, the times that I get these uh, biannual injections. And, you know, what they're doing is killing my testosterone with, uh, you know, virtually chemical castrators or testosterone annihilators, they call them in the pamphlets. So that the uh, prostate cancer can't eat them and you know, devour them, live off them, and uh, the lousy uh, prostate cancer spreads to my left hip and all around. And now it's, it's, I'm sure it's already spread to my right hip, but it was not very much at the time. They said it's very small little dots of radiate of indication, but uh, that was, you know, maybe eight months ago. Meanwhile, I've had. Uh, more blood tests, and I expect one, uh, you know, in a few days when I go in, they're going to make me do another bone scan and find out that uh, some of this pain I'm feeling is the spread of cancer. But I did go for radiation a month ago, and uh, that seems to have knocked me on my ass pretty fucking hard. Like uh, I've been almost incapacitated from it and in pain. Like I'm not just weak; I'm, I'm in pain as well. Hmm. Anyway, were you slipping in a commercial there, Mike? Yeah, I was slipping. No, no. I want, I want my royalty. I want my. Yeah, you know. Speaking of, let me. Speaking of that, Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. I should tell the people. You know, seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three. Normally, I don't give out the number because, but lately, Smith has been really good with some of the stuff that we've been doing. Um, so yeah, uh, um, no, I didn't say we, we, we had to go to a commercial. I, I actually went to, I have the sound up on my YouTube thing. I am. Who, so who was there that day? Oh, Sonny Kiss. I know Sonny. Yeah, it was a, um, <clears throat> notable people that I would say, um, well, at least that I, I would, or you would know. It's probably Sonny Kiss, Sonny Aziz. A sunny kiss, I think that's his name. You don't give out his um, real name, please. Gimmick name. That's what I thought it oh, was. Oh, you know, oh, hold on a second. Smith, remember what we had John... Hey, Smith, remember we had John Trotsky on? Yeah. The guy from Sanctuary? Well, Sanctuary yeah. was, was... Remember he was talking about Sunny, uh, sunny Kiss? Well, that's the, the guy that he, he was talking about with the does all the aerobic stuff and everything, and he's flamboyant and stuff. Well, that's how he kicked. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, Mr. Grimm is beating the fire out of it. I never heard of this. I never heard of that guy, though. I've heard of him, um, um, Bear Bronson. Yeah, I've heard of him before. Oh, oh wait, maybe I did hear of him. 
I'm trying to think. Right, so, so who else was there that I would know? Because I know it, probably everybody at Warriors. At least, um, how about how about do you know my friend Darius Carter? He wasn't there. No, but do you know him though? Yeah, I know him. I talk to him on occasions. Like, you know, we talk every now and then. Yeah, that's a guy. Uh, that's the guy that I like to see you go up against. That's the guy that had. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy that that I got to get on the show. He is the guy that decided to leave an organization and go to another organization, which is called Beyond. And he blew that organization up. They those guys made Beyond Wrestling really, really good. Yeah, I mean, I I've had the opportunity of watching him in person a couple of times. I really like his work. Um, you know, a good yeah. He's really respect. he's a really a bit. He's a really he's such a heel that that he makes you really hate him. And you know, and I know the guy, Darius Carter is a great guy. I've worked with Darius yeah. many times. I've I've really called. I, he actually Darius Carter. Has the funny Ted DiBiase story. I gotta get I gotta get Darius yeah. on the show. I'm trying to have him call in actually as we speak. Yeah, there's a real lot of uh, art in uh, pro wrestling. Like my dad always said that uh, M, you know submission wrestling was uh, a science, but pro wrestling was an art, and it really is. I've seen some of these big, uh, nasty, brutal villains. Uh, you know, just when the worm turns and whether it's somebody they made, you know, they were nothing until they started the, you know, the first match with this guy, say, Abdullah. And um, now they're in their third and final week of it. But Abdullah's made this guy into somebody now. And even the fact maybe that this guy's ex-tag team partner or his brother who's just showed up or whatever, uh, now he's going to rescue him and get involved really with not much else to go on except that he's attaching himself to this guy who Abdullah made look better and better each night, drawing more and more people that thought they were going to see Abdullah get his fucking black ass kicked. And uh, always looked <laughs> no, good till the last well, uh, match, till the final match, and then Abdullah would, you know, all, all bets were off, and uh, Abdullah mm-hmm. would explode like never before. And, you know, you'd be just uh, thinking you're lucky oh, stars that there was no commission members down there to fucking find the shit out of oh. you or shut you down. Wow. But, uh, you know, you can, uh, that's the idea is to make each gate a little bigger each week, uh, each, you know, whether it's weekly or monthly or whatever, you're going to come back to that town, even if you don't shoot an angle, uh, you can plant some kind of seeds, you know, uh, plant one on one sided angle where some guy really, you know, your local main son or guy or, you know, champion, uh, he looks so good that they'll want to see him fight again no matter who it is and if you get someone that they like or something or that they hate you know all the better someone that's established uh, in their minds is good or bad or at least good as in a good performer good draw no matter if he's uh, the villain or you're the villain that's besides the point sometimes two villains will draw anything that was our uh, finding that uh yeah, it was always a villain territory. And then when you, you know, like you say, when you've beaten all the baby faces and every hopeful baby face, he's had maybe just a taste of victory. He had the belt for a week or he, uh, you know, 
know what the point of the rematch then is because he got the belt. And otherwise, maybe Abdullah wouldn't really even want to fight him again because there's nothing at stake, you know. Uh, but now he wants his title back, so he's got to go, you know, and his manager would talk for him if he even had a manager. Sometimes he didn't. But, uh, and he never did interviews, you know, he'd just say, me beat, me beat, you know. But, uh, he was a one and a, you know one of a kind, you know one and only uh, villain. Uh, uh, he absolutely to tops them all. Yeah, I think he tops them all. Really, I mean, I consider Trey Grant yeah, a good I villain. Yeah, I I can tell you one way. thing about Abdullah the Butcher. You had him on the show. If you guys, yeah, that's sure. If you guys want to check that, if you guys want to check out, uh, 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 you know the, the the laundry list that Smith had on the show. Just go over to uh, Blog Talk Radio, Totally Entertainment Radio Network, or you know what? It's an easier way to do that. Just go to uh, www.totallydriventv.com and check. Uh, you can check that out there. We we have a you know, or go to the Blog Talk page and uh, and you can look uh, for episodes of the Heart Grapevine and. Uh, you know, we we uh, you spoke to Abdullah the Butcher. You did that interview with uh, Bay Ragney was on that. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, just fishing around here for. So uh, yeah. So anyway, um, let me see what else. Uh, so what? Do you, so so now so now that now that you put the face to the name, now you get now you could actually. Look, have something to look forward to, Smith. Yeah, you weren't lying, uh, uh, Mike. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, this guy is, uh, you know, what you said he was, and more. And I'm impressed by his uh, his um, demeanor on the phone, and uh, you know his uh, ring action that I just saw a couple of matches in a row mm-hmm. here on, on my. Hey, uh, Mr. Grimm, there's another guy in Canada that we spoke to. Me and uh, me and Smith spoke to him. He uh, he wrestled for a uh, a couple of promotions up there in Canada. Um, what do you call Scott Justice? Ever hear of Scott Justice? Um, no, but more than likely I'll look He's him up. He's from Australia. Um, check him out. He, oh yeah, uh, go ahead. He works, R- he, he works for RCW and uh, real Canadian and wrestling. What the hell is his name again? Last week. Scott Justice. Scott Justice. Actually, if you go to my Facebook page, he's on my Facebook page. We're friends. Okay, I'll de- like I'll um I'll send my friend request. Yeah, he had some good. Honestly, uh, he, he's a good guest. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, he's I a good like flyer. He's, a, he's a good. Yeah, he's a good Australian kid. But uh, um, you know, he's he's caught on pretty good here now, and uh, I think he was a Lance Storm uh, product, which is always good. Yes, he Lance is. is a top top dog uh, trainer. Good, uh, good, good, sincere, athletic, uh, clean cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, uh, whole savory person. You know. Speaking yeah, of uh, would, speaking would... of Lance, speaking of Lance Storm, if I could be serious for a minute. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, who who would you say, Mister Grimm, in, in your estimation, who do you think is uh, the most Underrated wrestler, in your opinion. Uh, 
I would say in the meantime that uh, Duke DeRossi, Duke the Dumpster DeRossi, was very underrated and uh, badly used and utilized. Uh, he made a lot of money with that uh, garbage gimmick. I saw him at 300 pounds drop kick somebody uh, like he was Dynamite Kid doing it on his uh, mid career uh, WrestleMania match or something. This guy was pretty good and uh, really smart. And uh, I guess. Uh, it wouldn't golf with Pat or some. I forget what they were doing golfing, dribbling. I can't remember. But uh, he was. He, um, he, he he got offended by Pat or he scared Pat. And uh, he told me uh, I, I had a lot of things in in mind in in motion. You might say with Mr. McMahon was Vince McMahon uh, took a lot of doings through Owen and Brett, but uh, a lot of correspondence and a you know. Uh, but anyway, it was going good and. Um, Duke gave me the bad news that, uh, uh, you know, he had assaulted one of the office boys, uh, scared him or something when he was uh, uh, mistakenly, uh, you know, approached or something. And uh, he was, he said, I'm not getting a new contract. He said, I'm, I'm done. I know I'm done. And uh, that was the case. He was done. They never used him again. But yeah, it said that Duke, uh, the Dumpster Rosie, left the uh, WWF in the summer of 96 after he and Vince McMahon mutually agreed on a contract release uh, due to toll of, exp- oh, it says, due to the toll of, of expensive tor- uh, touring was taken on Drosy, it says. So maybe that was wrong. Uh, I was going to say, maybe that was wrong. Maybe what I'm reading is wrong. You know? I don't care what they say. Don't believe uh, everything you read. You should absolutely not read none of it. Believe none of it, and uh, maybe a quarter of it. How do we get this guy on our show? I would like to interview Grossi. How do we? How do we get in contact with them? Um, he was studying law, and I don't even know whereabouts in Florida. Well, he's a uh, special education teacher. It says. It says that he's a retired pro wrestler, and now he's a special education teacher. Actually, you know what? His father was an executive with Mack Trucks in, in uh, wherever they are in uh, Florida. You know, there must be some central headquarters there mm-hmm. where they make Mack Trucks. But, uh, that was all part of this uh, saves, you know, feeds the world and uh, pollution and hunger and recycle everything and Involved Mack trucks. And you know, he involved, wasn't the uh, only garbage man in the WWE at that. At, at, at. He wasn't, you know, you know who was the first garbage man, right? In the WWF before Duke the Dumpster Drosy? Trotsky, Bruno, one of those Polacks. Was it, uh, the, Is it who? Not Ivan Putsky, but the other one, uh, the other Ivan. Uh, or uh, Igor Vodic or something. Wasn't he a garbage man or a chimney sweep or a shit shoveler or something? No, that's not who it's I was bigger. thinking of. I, I don't know who that is. I got to check that out. But no, you know who I was thinking of? Dusty oh. Rhodes. Remember when Dusty Rhodes came in and he was like, I'm your garbage man? Remember when he was doing everything? Thank but God I missed was... it. No, I, I, did, I, did, I didn't see it. Well, get the vignettes from that. Punch up the Dusty Rhodes. Vignettes from WWF when he was everything. Yeah. He was the garbage man. He he was the, the plumber. Remember the plumber? He was 
He we was number fourteen. Uh, T.L. Hopper. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes was uh, Dusty Rhodes was uh, was definitely oh. used uh, wrong when he first came in. But I, but a lot of people think that's because of the competition that he was given uh, McMahon. I don't know. Bruce Pritchard says. Bruce Pritchard says that it wasn't a rib, um, you know, on to Dusty, but I don't know. Mm. So, uh, so Mr. Grimm, who who would be your uh, underrated wrestler? Do you have one? Mr. Grimm, going once. We lost him again. His phone oh, probably boy. keeps on cut now. Huh. Do you still have your friend with you up there? Yeah, my friend is still here. Oh, I was gonna say you should you should punch that up by the way, since you punched up uh Mr. Grimm. So I wasn't lying about Mr. Grimm, huh? No. He's impressive. No. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I've I've I told you he's a good guy. I've had him on my show about five or six times, Mr. Grimm. And uh he's worked with a lot of the people that I that I used to uh, manage against. Like I was saying yeah. Keiko with a flying Hawaiian and all these other guys. And uh so but I'm I'm glad you know, I'm glad the kid's doing good for himself. I'm glad he's gonna see Canada, you know. Not that many people yeah. could say that they, you know, traveled uh you know, he must be on the good road because he's uh he's traveling well. I thought Donald Trump made a wise decision. Uh, if it's official uh, by now, it's um, Linda McMahon. I thought that was uh, yeah, that good that positive. is a uh, that 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 was pretty good. Uh, let me get yeah, we could do that. I could do that right now, actually. Uh, yeah, it was announced. President-elect Donald Trump picked Linda McMahon, former CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment, to serve as the administrator of a small the Small Business Administration. His transition announced uh, Wednesday, Linda has a tremendous background and is widely recognized as one of the country's top female executive advertising business around the globe. Trump said in a statement, she helped grow WWE from a modest 13-person operation to a publicly traded global enterprise with 800 employees in offices worldwide. Why? He continued, he continued, Linda is going to be a phenomenal leader and champion for small businesses and unleash America's entrepreneurial spirit all across the country. McMahon is the co-founder of a professional wrestling franchise, WWE, along with her husband, Vince McMahon. And twice a former uh, Republican Senate, Senate candidate from Connecticut, she stepped down from her duties at WWE in 2009 and ran for two. Uh, there were unsuccessful bids in the Senate. That's because uh, Connecticut's a Democrat state. That's why. Uh huh. I do have something to, I, oh, I'm sorry but I do have something to add to this Linda McMahon sorry. Honor, here's what she said from, from her Twitter 
honored to be appointed by President-elect um, at real Donald Trump to serve as head of um, of of what she said, uh, what do you call the Small Business Bureau, advocating for our small businesses and uh, and entrepreneurs. You know what she uh, what do you call it? she deserves it. Like he said, um, she definitely helped. Yeah, she's uh, qualified. WWE, and uh, she's a very she's nice, gracious right. person. Yeah, she was very nice to my late brother Owen. Uh, you know, and he was punctual and stayed the limit. When other wrestlers uh, copped out, said they had to go work out or their ride was there, they they just maybe weren't showing enough pictures to make it worth their while to hang in there. And Owen, and it's for charity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in a lot of cases, Owen would stay right till the end, and then some. And uh, she, they, they sometimes uh, found out about that, or they'd even uh, watch and see, you know, take note of who left early and what pussy uh, big soft giant uh, waddled off first. And you know, when they're all supposed to stay there, uh, you know, equally, and and you know, that was the deal with the store and the uh, the event or whatever, the charity. But anyway. Um, yeah, yeah that's that's, a, that's that's some good uh, that's definitely some good tie-in. I mean, because you know the McMahons. I mean, you know your dad. Your dad had you, well, of course, your brothers worked for the McMahons, and uh, you know you were doing some things with uh, WWF or E, but now it's E. Uh, we can still say yeah. F. Sorry, it'll always be it'll always be F to me. Um, that's but right. Anyway, you do. I like that. You know, logo. Saying, that no, cool you know, logo. it'll always be F to me. Ever since I was a little boy, yeah. I knew it by the WWF. Um, and I remember passing the headquarters, and I remember seeing the, the F, and then one day there was an E, and it was like, wow. It's like, really, you know? But I understand why they did it, but maybe it's better this way. I mean, World Wrestling Entertainment, I mean, Vince, Vince, never, Vince never had you know, world championship wrestling or world, you know, it was always World Wrestling Federation. And before that, it was Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Right. Yeah. So it was never, it was never portrayed, right. It was never portrayed as a, you know, quote unquote wrestling company. It was always, as, as Vince said, sports entertainment. But you know what though? At the end of the day, it's wrestling. I mean, and people get entertained. Yeah, they did call it wrestling after a few of those belts and years but um, they still call you know, it I mean uh, but I but I, I, I know what you're uh, well they, you know what they had they had different shows and the shows were stu- superstars of wrestling wrestling challenge Wrestlemania but the company which which we know was the WWF which was uh, well, oh yeah it was Titan World Sports. that's right it was World Wrestling Federation that's right it was World Wrestling Federation that's right so but I, but I love the, uh, but I, I, I'll, I'm always partial to the, uh, I was always partial to WWF. So Trying to see what happened. I got uh, hung up on. I told him to call back. He didn't get hung up on. Oh, he may still call back. I don't know. Uh, what they, they I hope so. Uh, I'm going to tell him to call back again. I think it's his home. I didn't touch the, the board. No, no. Another wrestler who uh, was uh, and maybe still is underrated is my nephew, Harry, baby boy's son, uh, the British Bulldog Jr., Harry Smith. Uh, he's he's a big strapping kid, and uh, he's, uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, they, they could, uh, instead of uh, firing him or, you know, conniving to get rid of him, maybe because he's a threat to some of their, uh, you know, uh, some of the really established uh, talent. Um, there might be political uh, kind of urgence to, you know, squeeze a guy out of the picture one way or the other. Uh, you know, and, you know, so they, they kept uh, TJ and Natalie, which I always was, you know, grateful for that, you know, almost like, you know, while being the patriarch. But, um, um, that's about yeah, that's, all i got to say. That's about another, that. uh, that's a, that's another, um, another thing that, that I was, uh, that I was telling my godson, we were talking about, we were actually talking, I was explaining it to him the other day when I took him for a walk, and we were talking um, about your family, and we were talking about, you know, of course, matches I've I've shown them. I've, I only show my nephew the best matches, and a lot of them had to do with your family, you know, because, again, you know, Brett versus Owen was one of the biggest feuds, you know? So was. he asked, So he asked me, he asked me about how everybody was related, and I explained it to him how everybody was related, and he goes, boy, there are a lot of hearts. I said, yep. <laughs> Especially because he was a fan of uh, he was a fan of the uh, you know your um what do you call he was a fan of that team with uh, with Harry and uh, nephew and uh, TJ yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and uh, Natalia yeah oh man so uh so yeah he's a uh, he's a uh, what do you call He's a big, he's a yeah, big, good wrestler. Yeah, he's a big, uh, he's good yeah, he's game, probably you know, get bigger, yeah, you know, he can put some more weight on. But um, where, where is he from originally? Where is he, what state did he go to university and play football? Who did? Uh, Grim, I thought he was a, a football uh, graduate. He got injured in football and they gravitated to wrestling. Oh, did he? I didn't hear that part. I don't know where he is. I don't know if he's gonna call back or. I'll ask or, him when I see him up here. It's not. I, I, yeah, that's I cool. That's, isn't that awesome? Now you have something to look forward to. I didn't know he was going there. Oh yeah, let me let me get back to what I was talking about before. Legends of yeah. Wrestling, um, and professional wrestling sports um, convention. This is uh, something that Bob Johnson brought to my attention um, because he said maybe he could get some of these guests to come on the show. But anyway, here's what what was uh, was talked about on Saturday, February 18th, in Winnipeg, Manitoba. A location: Holy Cross Gymnasium, 20 uh, 290 Dubuck Street, I think. Anyway, from 10 to 8 p.m. 10 a.m. in the morning to 8 p.m. Um. Wow. Uh, uh, Check this out. You ready? Already signed to appear. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yes, yes. Go on. Uh, Mr. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's right. Mr. Wonderful. Right? How about this one? The 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 enforcer, Arn Anderson, 
Ed. Reinforcer. Tully. Oh, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. The Tully Blanchard. Great. Great tag team, the Brain Busters. And if you guys uh, haven't seen the Brain Busters, Google Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard. Um, what do you call it? They had some great matches against the Hart Foundation. Uh, it's just, just a great, uh, great all around. And guess who else is going to be there? Their old manager, Bobby the Brain Heenan. God bless old Bobby. He's still ticking. Uh, he's, yeah, uh, God bless Bobby uh, Heenan. Yeah. Um, remember, uh, yeah. Ken Patera was talking about Bobby. And one of your yeah. old time favorites is going to be there. The Fink. The Fink. That's good. He'll be all haunted. Oh, I got I got another one, uh, I think it's oh yeah. Another guy's gonna be there. That I've been trying to get on your show and I, I, I can't reach him, but but uh the genius Lenny Popo's gonna be there. That'd be nice and that fellow Calgarian. Lanny Lanny Popo was underrated. Yeah, he was. Leaping Lanny Popo. He was underrated. I remember one time he got his head split open by Andre the Giant in the Battle Royal. Yeah. On uh on um Saturday night's main event. And Rene Dupree is gonna be be there as well. So that's what's going on uh there and this is all brought to you by Canadian Wrestling Elite. Are you gonna go there? You're that's a lot closer than I am. Who? You. Me? I'm not going to. Yeah, okay. I'm on my way. You know, yeah. Oh, all right. We got Mr. Grimm back. Hey, Mr. Grimm, for the record, no one's hanging up on you. I think it's your phone. Nah, I think you're hanging up on me. I got a body bag. He's lying. I'm not hanging up on you. you What, Mr. Grimm? Why would I hang up on you, bro? Oh, now you call me bro. See, I knew it. I knew something was going on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really, really? You're not going to pull that when... You're not going to pull that when you see my Facebook and you see the guys I hang out with. Come on, really? Hey, look at the guy Donald Trump hangs out with. I mean, he hangs out with black people. That doesn't necessarily oh, mean he's like... please. Please. But 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 if if you seen my character, you would know what was them. I I had another guy call up the show one time and and kind of give us crap about about that. About what? About about diversity and you know you know who I'm talking about. B J Walker, Bobby B J Walker. You know that guy. Is. Oh yeah, B J. Good wrestler, nice guy though. Definitely a nice guy, but he gave me and uh and Sin uh stuff about the and I understand his point. He didn't he, he didn't like uh he didn't like those gimmicks like, you know, um you know, being held down. He didn't like when people said that. Like the, like who the new day? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know exactly. Well he didn't like he, I don't think he liked uh the nation of domination. Honestly, I mean the way I look at it you know, and I'm, you know, going to shoot here for a minute, you know, it's like this. If you're in the wrestling business, you're brought in to do a job, especially on the level of WWE. You know what you're getting into, you know, before mm-hmm. you sign on the dotted line. 
So if you mm-hmm. agree to that, then they can sit up there and make you, you know, your gimmick is running out with a dildo on your head. You better do your job or you're not going to get paid. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. But sometimes, but sometimes debuts, when you debut for a company, debut for a company, sometimes it can go very, 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 very sour. When, uh, when I was brought into DWO, I was with Magic, who's an African-American, Shin, Shin X, who's an African-American. I would love for you to, to sit. I would love for you to see my friend Magic, uh, and I uh, in a uh, in a match together as me managing magic. But anyway, that's a different story. So anyway, when I was bought, when I was bought in uh, when I was bought in for, for all that, um, they gave me my they gave me my start and they said you're gonna be with these guys. Well, the promoter wasn't really too happy with me being there because of the response that I got. People were calling me a cracker and they were saying like racial slurs at me. But you know what? I was like still having a, a fun time with it. And then the next thing you know, a year, two years later, three years later, the X Clan and myself are still going strong because, you know, it was the it was the booker who had the idea to put me with them because it would it would basically take the shine off of them. I was basically the comic spot. I was the comic relief, that's what it was. Yeah, I understand. You know, hey, uh, Smith, uh, what do you call? That's that's uh, that should be your friend Smith's assignment to uh, to see some uh, matches with me and uh, Magic in the X Clan. <laughs> Smith, you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. Did you come up with any uh, guys that you thought were underrated? Are you talking to me or talking to Mike? Um, you, you, Grim. Um, yeah, I actually, uh, some of the guys that I train with, um, I feel that they are very underrated. Um, you know, for one, my trainer, like my trainer, he, you know, he's very good, and you know, not a lot of people look at him because, for one, he's short. And um, yeah. it's another guy that goes by the name of Vic Ramon. Um, if you look Vic Ramon up, he's actually under Adrenaline Championship Wrestling. Um, he's underrated as well. Like it's a lot of guys that you know I've tr- like I've trained with, came in the business with, that you know could go toe to toe with almost anybody. But like I don't think they have gotten that match, that breakout match that they've needed, you know, to get noticed. And another guy um, that goes by the name of Michael Zamedio, him, he's actually, this. all right, listen to this. He's a wrestler, and he's his own manager. Like, that's his gimmick. That's interesting. There could be some interesting yeah. applications out of that. And um, when he comes out, like, I don't know if he still does it, but um, he used to have, like, one half of his face was, like, shaved, like the manager's side was shaved. Or no, the manager side was bearded, like you know, bushy, and the other half was shaved. So, yeah, yeah. And then the manager side, he has like a like a suit, a pant suit leg, like a suit leg um, for his pants. 
and then the other side is like, um, you know, it's tight. And I mean, he's a hey, he's great. He's a good shoot wrestler. You know, um, a lot of the transitional stuff that I've learned, you know, I've learned it from watching him. You know, he's pretty much like a, a Kurt Angle, but just you know, he just manages himself. He has somewhat of a comedy gimmick, but I mean, he can actually go. So, I, like I you said, can take to keep going. You said what? I say keep going. I was going to ask you a question, oh. but you keep going. I'll ask after. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. You know, so basically the three underrated wrestlers that I have right now, you know, Matthew, Matt Wilde, Dick Ramon, and Michael Zamedio. Is it Vic or Dick? Vic as like um, Vic as in... Venereo. Victor. Victory. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of him before. Okay, that's why I didn't know. I've heard of him before. I, I think there's lots of underrated wrestlers uh, that that come to mind that maybe it wasn't maybe uh, anybody's fault, but just uh, fate. You know, where they were, uh, you know, bogged down with kids at a certain time, or uh, they reached a certain age by the time they were sought out to, to travel far and wide for big promise, but. Uh, couldn't couldn't even test the waters because they couldn't get away from where they were, you know. But yeah. uh, like uh, Joe Ventura was a great little French Canadian Italian flyer, and um, you know he he could have done anything anybody did if somebody had taken him under, you know, if they wanted to use him. Daniel Dupre is another one. Ron Ritchie, uh, he's a local boy from Winnipeg. He was uh, had everything it took to be a good baby face. You can go that many places. I I really don't know why, but um, some people get tired of taking the bumps and bruises and the heavy traveling and stuff. You know, it's not all got. It's not all fun and uh, you know, those nasty winter trips and long tedious drives and hot trips and uh, riots and lousy gates. You know, and, uh, you can't even get into the building. You know, it's like a snowfall. Uh, emergency and stuff, you know, all kinds of things happen where there's no money yeah. to be made, you know, and, you know, so, but a lot of these guys I'm telling you about, uh, I saw them and uh, they had great potential and they're good looking, uh, you know, for baby faces. Anyway, um, you know, I could think a lot. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Now, I was going to say, uh, Mr. Grimm, any professional wrestlers do you think like you know from 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 uh you know from maybe now or maybe you know back in the 80s and 90s any any wrestlers that you've seen that you think were underrated <laughs> um let me see let me take it back um I would say, you know, Shelton Benjamin was very, you know, Shelton Benjamin, underrated. yeah, I liked him. That's, uh, like, that's, a, that's a guy who's underrated, yep. Definitely. Very underrated. Like, you know, he yeah. has a lot more talent than, you know, what he actually was able to show everybody. Like, that's actually, like, one of the guys that, um, you know, I've studied some of his, his work because, like, me as being a big guy, wanting to stand out and do things that, you know, little guys can do. 
he was one of the ones mm-hmm. that I watched. Turn on each other almost. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Shelton Benjamin, and you know what? Shelton Benjamin's a, a really nice guy. And uh, he had a, he, he lost a match over in Staten Island against Nunzio, another guy you guys may know, Little Guido. And yeah. they had a great they had a great match for an independent show. They worked for East Coast um, ECPW. <laughs> they worked for Gino Caruso. Okay. And he's a great you know they uh, what do you call Shelton Benjamin and and Nunzio they killed it. They had a great they had a great match and they absolutely destroyed they destroyed it. Yeah, and it's like a, I've noticed, you know, once people come from out of WWE, like, you know, the matches that they produce are, like, you're looking and you're like, you know, where the hell did this come from? I didn't know that you could do this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. watching some of um, Cody Rhodes stuff now. Cody Rhodes, like, I didn't know, like, he could actually go the way that he's going. Like, Cody Rhodes can go. Yeah, Cody Rhodes and Jay Lethal just had a great. I thought that match was great that they had um, for Ring of Honor, Final Battle. Yeah, I actually Ring, I haven't you there? to watch oh. that match yet. Yeah. But I'm definitely oh, well, check it out. Like, getting around to it. Also, he's going re- to be wrestling this Sunday, actually. Uh, Pro Wrestling Magic. He's going to be wrestling J.T. Dunn. Yeah, that's going to be a good match. <laughs> I already, yeah, I can already. You know, and, uh, uh, you know I, can't, I can't make it. Unfortunately, I'm injured right now. But, but uh, I, I had a bad accident happen to me. But anyway, that's, uh, that's neither here or there. But anyway, I, I, you know what match I would like to see on the card? Um, Who's Trap Flash versus my buddy Steve Loss? You know Steve Loss. Do I? Um, I may know him by face. Yeah, Steve Off. Yeah, you know, you would know uh, oh, if Steve you go to Paul Ruff. Steve Off. Yeah, Steve. I've actually um. I've you know who that Steve is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Steve Off. Actually, Hall. you know what? I, I I mentioned him. I mentioned you to him to bring you in this company. Actually, Paul Russell and I actually contacted him, and you know, sent him a couple of matches. Um, not really sure what happened, but. You know, I understand promoting I'll, get I'll, very busy. I'll, uh, I'll ask him. Uh, I'll ask him next time I see him. But if anybody's wondering what I'm talking about, just go to www.wrestlingismagic.com, and uh, Cody Rhodes is going to be wrestling T.J. Dunn, uh, Kingdom Come, um, 106 Bergen Avenue, uh, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. So just uh, check that out. That's going to be good. Speaking of of Cody Rhodes. Speaking of the Rhodes, the Rhodes family, Smith, do you think yeah, anybody from there was underrated? Them. Yeah, Cody was underrated. Okay. Maybe even uh, Goldust. Yeah. But, uh, they pushed Goldust like, pretty good. but I'm glad that you mentioned Goldust because um, remember, you know, like back in the 90s, you know, Goldust, he had his gimmick going on. And he wasn't doing, mm-hmm. like, half of the stuff that he's doing now. And, you know, mm-hmm. I saw him um, on an indie show, and 
like it was a Maryland Championship Wrestling, and he was there, and I was like, wow, like I didn't know you know Goldust could do that. Yeah, I got a trivia. I got a trivia question for both of you guys. Who was oh, the God. guy? This is good. You ready? Who was the guy yeah. that accepted that accepted Goldust and put Goldust over, and and actually got Goldust to where? Actually, got Goldust to where Goldust needed to be. Mabel, I don't know who that was. Who would have done that? No, no, what Mabel. Was the question again. The question <laughs> is, who's the not Mabel? Who's the guy that accept? Who is the guy that accepted to work with Goldust, and he actually helped critique Goldust do some of those moves? Like, okay, I'll just throw it out there, Scott Hall did not like working with Goldust, okay? But this guy did like working with Goldust, and he helped Goldust get over. Um, Kevin Nash? Um, nope. Savio Vega. Can we, can, I was about to say, can we get a lifeline on this one? Yeah, we can get a lifeline. Anyway, who are you going to call? <laughs> Joey Waller? Who do you want to call? Joe's Ghostbusters? No, not at all. Mike, I think um, I, I think your fan is still on the line. Mike. Maybe we can get uh, too too late now. Anyway, it was Fabio Vega. I would have never guessed. Did Jerry Lawler have anything to do with it, or Pat Patterson, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jerry Lawler did. Jerry Lawler did ask him if he was uh, if he was queer, and he punched Jerry Lawler in the face. If you remember that, Smith, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry Lawler, an 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 antagonist. Actually, I got some Jerry Lawler news. If you want some Jerry Lawler news, yeah. It looks like Jerry's. Uh, it looks like actually, it looks like leader's leader is leader is done from WWE. It says, um, but it says that Jerry Lawler is done from all programming with WWE. Hmm. I'm still stuck on that Savio Vega. Like I, I would have well, never guessed that. Well, read the book. Read the book. Read Goldust's book. Gotcha. It was a good book. I read it. I didn't. I hadn't heard that Savio had done anything untoward. Savio Vega worked with Gold. Savio Vega worked with. With with gold dust, and actually, um, Made him and actually, they fought over the Intercontinental Championship a couple of times too. Well, that's good. I mean, I don't specifically remember that. I may have seen it. I may not have. There was a lot of wrestling to watch. Yeah, well, you could you could YouTube that too. YouTube Savio Vega versus uh, Razor Ramon. I mean, versus Razor Ramon. Sorry, Savio Vega versus uh, Gold Dust. I'll check that out. I've actually seen that live actually in uh, 1996. It was Savio Vega versus Goldust at um, the Continental Airlines Arena in New Jersey, and um, it was a great it was a it was a great match. Um, Savio was the one that told Goldust to go behind him and rub his hands on his chest and all that stuff. Remember, he used to do that with, with Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Yeah. Scott hated that. 
and and Flavio accepted it. Right. Yeah, some so, guys uh, hated yeah, it when so, Rock uh, and Ricky Starr would jump up and uh, be hugging them with a little uh, figure four around the neck, riding their shoulders, and they weren't very heavy, and uh, Ricky Starr wasn't too heavy. Uh, Rock, I don't know, he wasn't much. Uh, he was maybe 210 pounds. But um, they would uh, be they'd be being ridden by these almost naked men, uh, a big brute heel like... Uh, Reggie Lasowski or Killer Kowalski or Gene Kaniski, a big giant with some little panty waist uh, ballet guy, you know, scissoring him around mm-hmm. the neck, sitting on his shoulders, you know, riding him and girding him, you know, like uh, trying to, you know, yeah, camel toe him or whatever you want to call it. Do you do you think that Savio Vega was under uh, was Savio Vega was underrated? Um, yeah, possibly he was. Yeah, I'd say to a point he was. He could have done more with him. I mean, that's the way I look at it is, uh, you know, he may have been uh, rated higher than he ever imagined uh, in his own, you know, he may have aspired uh, beyond his dreams, but uh, I still think he could have done more with him. That's what I say. Like, he wasn't spent. But they have different sort of policies. And well, they, first of all, they brought him in. Hey, uh, Mr. Grimm, that's a trivia question for you, too. Fire away, Mike. What's the question? I, I don't get it. No, that was, I was going for Grimm. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's still on You know, my, my question to you, my question to Mr. Grimm would have been, uh, where did they first bring Fabio Vega in as? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm in Quang. 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 Thanks, thanks, Mr. Wow, your new, your new you. Canadian tag team partner helped you out. You know, but but yeah, I bet I you don't know it. the other question though. Who filled in for Quang when when Xavier Vega was out? Fuji's <laughs> mother. <laughs> Who? I don't know. I'll tell you the answer. Uh, my friend Magic, who was trained by uh, by Iron Mike Sharp. Iron Mike Sharp, yeah. uh, what do you call it, brought Magic into Madison Square Garden. And uh, the only thing Magic couldn't do was the Savat kick. But Magic did everything. Oh, yeah. uh, Magic did everything else. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to have to... Uh, who else body. do you think would be underrated? It's so many. I mean... It's, well, I think Mike Sharp so was underrated. I think Iron Mike Sharp was underrated. I think he was misunderstood and stuff, but... Uh, now that's, he, now here's, he was here's the second generation... Wanna, uh, listen, here's the thing I want to talk about you, though. When, when we talk about um, underrated... Can we also talk about how they were misused? Maybe these guys were mis were misused, like Iron Mike Sharp. Iron Mike Sharp was uh, was used as a a job guy, and that's what I wanted to say too. Like, look at Jerry Lynn. You know Jerry Lynn, right, Smith? Yeah, yeah, a good worker. Jerry Lynn worked for ECW and WCW. Once he came to WWE, he was underutilized. Right. 
you agree with that, Mr. Grimm? My bad. Yeah, I do. You do. Um, I believe that. How about you know, just incredible? Um, just incredible. Like, I believe a lot of those guys, you know, they receive limitations that they weren't used to receiving because in ECW, they could do whatever they want, like wanted. And then when um, when it comes to going to WWE, it's like. They can't do what they want anymore. Right. Like yeah, another person that I would actually say, you know, underrated, Mike Awesome. Yeah, Mike Awesome's not very much underrated. Lots of potential because, there. Yeah, it was a lot of potential. What about you, Mike? Mike? All right, so, I so think, anyway, what I happened? think our host disappeared on us. <laughs> He's trying to hang up on us. No. Who? Yeah, nice try. You, it didn't work this time. Me? I'm not the host. I'm not the host of the show. The host of the show is, is uh, Smith Hart over there. I was I was working over here. I'm also the producer of the show, remember? I have to screen the calls to make sure we don't get stupid callers like the caller that just... Just called a second ago. I have to take care of this. That's, uh, you know, anyway. I find it ironic that every time you say hold on, I get hung up on. I'm not hanging up on you, Mr. Grimm. Yeah, you know what, Mr. Grimm, hold on a second. I'll hang up on you. See, see, here we go again. Here we go again. I'm about to body bag this guy. You know what, maybe I will hang up on you because you didn't come to Staten Island to see me. But anyway, uh... All right, so let's let's continue with this discussion about underrated. How about going? All right, let's see. How about Arn Anderson? Would you agree Arn Anderson's underrated? Um, I wouldn't say so. I I wouldn't say Arn Anderson is underrated. Let me ask you a question. I think he could have been utilized sooner than he was uh, in his early career. He came to Calgary for a short spell, and he had yeah he was bursting with potential. Yeah, definitely. I can agree with you on that. That um, you know, he could have been used better earlier. It took him a while to find himself. Yeah, if you go to yeah, a good territory, they got good manipulative booking that uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, takes best advantage of everybody uh, on the roster. You know, and uh, without overdoing it, you know, you can only go you. some maybe four rematches in a row, uh-huh. like four matches from one to the to you know four total. But uh, like Abdullah could pull that off with the right guy sometimes, and sometimes it wasn't. There was lots of guys lined up. You didn't have to go a fourth time, but you knew it was gonna fucking pack it again. Like it was just such a good ending that you know fans uh, were screaming for, for for you know more of it. You know, they could be another crack at it for the, both of them. You know, and, you know they'd have their baby in mind and they hate the heel, but you know. And other times it was even better than that, where it's two heels against each other. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I was just gonna say, Smith. I, I, uh, I was just gonna say to Mr. Graham, look at, look at Arn Anderson's career. Let's talk about Arn Anderson, okay? What was Arn okay. Anderson 
mostly known for in the WCW, NWA, WCW. I would say the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 as far as self wise, okay, he he was, he was a te- he was a television Self. champion. Yes, but the guy never held the world title. It's a lot of people. I mean, think about it. The world title in WCW and WWE is just like the Super Bowl. If you think about it, it's a lot of teams that want to go that won't go. It's a lot of teams that deserve to go that won't go. But it's about, you know, you. it's about timing, being in the right place in the right time. It might not have been their time. WWE I mean, is like, uh, it's, it's very much like um, – Super Bowl uh, every uh, other week or something like they, their titles drop. Uh, they'll drop two titles, ten titles in a week uh, here, and there, and everywhere, back and forth. Like you know, uh, I don't think they establish people uh, as uh, champions or uh, whatever their role is, baby face or heel, uh, whatever. Yeah, Arn Anderson was a great tag team. Arn Anderson was a great tag team um, technician. Arn Anderson was awesome for that. But the problem that I had is, the problem that I had with it was like, you know, you were just talking about guys that, you know, were, were you know, were champions. And I, I, I don't know, I think that Arn Anderson would have made a good world champion. Yeah, he would have. You know, I mean, I mean uh, you know, that. He may have. But, like, you know, it just comes down to, you know, the timing issue, you know, it just might not have been yeah. his time. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, you the, the, the right you know, place at I mean, the right time. If like, you look, prime if example, you look it up, prime example, hey, let me, look, prime example, like about being in the right place at the right time. Look at James Ellsworth. You know, he actually ran the company that I, that I work for, Adrenaline Championship Wrestling. And, you know, hmm. timing. Any other time, he wouldn't have even got the, that shot that he, he's in right now. But because of his timing, you know, him being in the right place at the right time. And I honestly think, you know, because he was the first person, you know, to get dominated by Strowman, you know, it like the fans erupted from it. Like the day after that, he had memes, you know, people were contacting him. Every like I mean he just went from zero to a hero overnight. And that was because of his timing. His timing was perfect. That's why he is where he is right now. Now think about this. Now if we like going back to what people deserve and you saying that, you know, Arn Anderson never received, you know, a title. Now James Ellsworth has received I believe what, three world heavyweight titles uh, opportunities already? And he hasn't even been there, what, for two months. And there's people who've been there. Let me go as far to say Kofi Kingston when he penned Randy Orton clean. He beat Randy Orton clean and never received the title shot. This is when Randy Orton was, you know, the champion. He beat him clean, never received it. But James Ellsworth has three opportunities. How many people, you know, just coming in can say that they've received one, two, or even three world heavyweight title opportunities. Yeah, that's uh, that's a uh, that you're right. That's a big thing. 
by the way, is it true that uh, is it true that James El- Ellsworth? I should say, is it true that James Ellsworth uh, was able to finish out his uh, indie? Didn't he have some indie dates to fill? Well, what he end up doing? Um, you know, they did grant him, you know, a chance to finish out, and what he did was went to Big Time Wrestling. I believe it was in Altoona, Pennsylvania. And, yeah, you know, that's what, that was the last show that he decided to do. I mean, the way I look at it, it's like this. How many times, like, he never expected to be in that, like, in that position. Nobody ever expected him to be in that position. So why even finish out your end? Like, you know, one thing I was always taught, you know, by my trainer, like Matt Wow, he always taught me this: respect your booking. But if you know WWE calls or like TNA, you know ROH call, like I mean, they would have to understand that. If you say, "Hey, look, mm-hmm. I can't make your show because you know TNA is giving me a, a match, ROH is giving me a match, WWE is giving you a match," you want to make that match because you never know. When or if you will get another opportunity like that? Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. definitely uh, they're saying that I'm I'm reading it now actually about James Elwood. Uh, big uh, on November 25th, it says big time wrestling. Uh, they debuted in Johnson City with Thanksgiving Thunder, featuring Sting, Ricky Rob, Ricky and Robert of the Rock and Roll. Express, Jim Cornette, the Maybell Man, Ron Simmons, James Ellsworth, Gangrel, and uh, and uh, the uh, the champion Flex Armstrong, whom I got to see wrestle. By the way, that guy is good. Yeah, I mean, that was a like big time wrestling. They always put on you know great matches. They always oh, bring yeah. in good talent. And it's crazy yeah. because I've been um, contacting people about trying to figure out who would I contact about getting on, like, you know, big time. And everybody, it just seems like nobody knows for some reason. I don't know how that is. Well, you got to know the right people. You got to know the right people, my friend. And um, unfortunately, I think you just said the the key word. You got to be at the right place at the right time. And uh, you definitely are. I mean, uh, I could definitely find out uh, for you how to do that. I got a couple of people that I know. Um, actually, one of my good friends uh, who called the show a couple of weeks ago, um, I could probably ask him how we could set that up or what do we have to do to, uh, you know, get them to notice you or whatever. I'll, I'll speak hey, to him I, and I'll, I would greatly I'll appreciate get back that. to you on that. Trust me, I, I would greatly appreciate that. I mean, no, I mean you know, a lot, a lot of... Smith. Smith, hey, listen, yeah. Smith, are you excited? Are you excited to see this kid when he comes out to uh, to uh, to Canada? I look forward to meeting him. Something call him a kid, actually. I should call him a man. Are you excited to see this sure. man come out to Canada? <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to meet this guy. Hey, yeah, why don't you cut a nice promo for us? Meet you as hey, well, can you man. cut a promo for us? Ah, uh, right now. Yeah, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me ask you a question, okay? This is this this right now is the Heart Grace Vine, and I'm here with my main man, Smith Hart, 
and and, uh, and this is Magic Mike on the scene, and I want and I want to talk to Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm, what makes you think that you could step in the ring with the big boys? The big boys? Are you serious? <laughs> See, I was brought here. I was brought here to do a job. Apparently, the big boys, they're a pain in somebody's ass right now, and I've been hired to take out every single one of them. So if you're asking me what makes me think that I can go toe-to-toe with them, what makes me know that I can go toe-to-toe with them is because I do what I'm paid to do. I am Mr. Grimm, the hitman for hire. There's a 100 success rate in my work. And if you dare question my work again, you will be the one in the body bag and not them. There's nothing else to be said about the big boys because when I finish with them, they'll be on my shoulder in the body bag on the way to my trunk. Well, I say that's a that's a good fantasy promo. But but really, that's that's what you got. That's what you got. That's what you got. So you're telling me that if, I, if if you, Mr. Grimm, are paid to take out my tag team, my ex clan, that that you would be able to hang with the big boys, the legend, Magic, and the ex clan. Without a benefit of the doubt, I will body bag you, ex, and the clan. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Your body bag, ooh? Everybody. Well, now, now, Mr. Grimm, you stepped over the line, my friend. You you want to talk about magic? Yeah. You want to talk about the X-Clan? Yeah, but now you're talking about me. And you know what, yes, Mr. I Grimm? I so don't. You, tell me, tell me. You, know, you know what, Mr. Grimm? I brought you on Smith's show, okay, out of respect, and that's how you treat me? And you know what, Mr. Yeah, Grimm, you, 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 won't get, you won't get Magic Mike. You'll get Metal Mike, and you'll get the heaviest metal you've ever seen. Really? Is that, is that really? the best comeback you have? Because you That's the best comeback I've got, because you know what? At the end of the day, you're going down, Mr. Grimm. That's how I do it. Yeah, you're absolutely Smith, right. You got, I'm going down Smith, to the river and more, throwing you Smith, in there. Smith, do you have any more questions for you, Smith? Do you have any more questions for for this guest before I throw him off the air? Um, no, but I would suggest you say your prayers, Mike. Thank you, Smith. Do I have to take my vitamins too with Mr. Grimm? Mr. Grimm, do uh, I have to no, take don't my bother. vitamins? You might as well give them to Mr. Grimm. You're not going to need them. Yeah, regardless of what you take. I can give you a whole needle full of steroids, and that still won't help. Not for you. Please, Mr. Grimm, I could I could beat you with my eyes closed. You know, you know, Mr. Grimm, you're a good you're a good talker, but in the at the end of the day, let let you know what you want to see. You want to find out what I'm made of. You want to no. match with me. You'll have to go no. to the excellent, but you want to match with me. Let me stop you Let me stop you for a minute Because what you fail to realize I get paid to take people out And the reason that I wasn't paid to take you out Is because you weren't relevant enough For somebody to put out a contract on you So before you go making You know threats to me Why don't you go make the threats to the people Who didn't find you relevant enough To have you taken out yeah, I guess I, I, I guess not. 
by the way, if, if people are still tuning in, this is a joke, and I was trying to play it on Smith. He hung up. Yeah, I don't think he liked mm. your joke. I don't have to keep him up on me. I got to get him back. I think we lost him. <laughs> he keeps going to forge your call. Hey, Smith, what happened? You hung up? Smith? <laughs> I you think the joke's up. on you. I think so. I think you got me. And we got like five minutes to go to, and I was just going to tell him, and boom. I was going to give him the old Jerry Lawler. That was pretty good, man. I, I, I love your... Uh, I love your style, brother, really. really. For people that are wondering, I do really respect the hell out of you, and you know that. I just had a yeah, good sure. deal. I'm a good talker, but it's all you, though. You beat the crap out of me, man, in promo. What happened to him? He keeps saying hello, and I think it's hanging up. Yeah. Hey, Smith? Hello? Smith? Well, since we can't get back in contact with him, um, definitely, if you can, you know, forward him my information. Of course I, I can. Really I mean, I feel that. that, you know, I mean, this is his show. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him. I, you know, I don't want him to think that, I, you know, but this is fun, though. It was entertaining. I think it was entertaining. For people out there that, that want to hear this replay, it's a hell of an entertaining show. Yo, Mr. Grimman, it is always a pleasure when you're on the when you're on the uh, when you're on when you're on the show any show man you know um, but my show right now is going to be on hold because uh, I got too many things going on in my life so I got to put my show um, you know when you come back from Canada or maybe before you go to Canada you know I, I'm coming back uh, I'm coming back in uh, next month January I'll be back. Uh, the first week in uh, January on Thursday. Okay, cool, man. I would um. You know, I, would I look love forward to. Uh, it's I, yeah, a I, I look and I also look forward. Listen, I also look forward to when you come back to Canada because I would love. Uh, I would love to get you back on the grapevine. The if Smith goes down to see you, um, but don't go. But don't go anywhere. Uh, don't just hang on a second. Don't go. Don't go anywhere. Um. Uh, Mr. Graham. I'm going to put you on hold. Don't leave. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank everybody um, for, uh, for, for you know, who listened and everybody that called in tonight. This is Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. This is what we do. Um, you know, so I just want everybody, again, to uh, go to TotallyDrivenTV.com. Check that out. Also, check out... Um, all our shows, we're on YouTube, we're on iTunes, we're on Spreaker, we're on Stitcher. Uh, you know, this is the Heart Grapevine, number 26. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in, in, in tonight. Okay, guys? Thanks a lot. Um, and uh, for Smith Heart, I got to say adios because we're running out of time. And uh, thank you.
Uh, take care, my take care, my friend, and I'll talk to you soon. What happened here? How come? Oh. Mr. Grimm? Hello? Oh, everything just shut down. Everything shut down, that's why. We have to. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.